home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Great to be back on a Saturday night. Your date night with me has finally come true. Yep, we're going to spend the next, the show's set for an hour. I don't think we're going to go for an hour tonight, but we've got an hour at least allotted in the schedule to chit-chat, take your calls, answer questions, just kind of fill everybody in on what's been going on in the last couple of years and, um, you know, just kind of give you a roadmap for what's going to be happening. I've got a bunch of people that wrote me notes on Facebook earlier this week off of the Rated G Radio Facebook page and also my public figure page for Garrett Miller. If you want to stay in touch with me, um, I've kind of deleted – you think I've lost my mind, but I've deleted all social media. I'm off of Instagram. I don't have a personal Facebook page for you. I'm off of Twitter. I'm off of everything. So um, right now I'm just – you know, kind of showcasing any of my creative things on my Garrett Miller public figure page. And you're welcome to join that, like that comment, uh, you know, join the party as we say. Uh, but anyway, it's great to be back here on Rated G Radio. Um, you'll know that the show ran nonstop pretty much 52 weeks a year, five nights a week, come rain, come shine, come whatever. Uh, from 2011, when I started the show with a dear friend of mine, Rebecca, Fisk, America's Top 50 Psychic. Her uh, publicist manager at the time said, you know, you guys should do a little radio show together. And we did a test broadcast down in Laguna Beach and we had so much fun. We were like, oh my God, we you know, got to do this. And that went really well for a long time. Rebecca went off and did her own show and I launched Rated G Radio in January of the following year and um, just had so much fun meeting people from around the world and uh, just, you know, chatting about their lives and what's going on. Um, We had a great following. I mean, you know, we were upwards of over a hundred thousand listeners to the show. Uh, We were syndicated on two networks on the UK and um, I had guests book literally four to six months in advance to come on the show. It was a super fun time, but the fact is it just didn't pay anything. And, you know, there's this crazy thing called rent and food that people, you know, somehow want to be part of. And so um, when I was down to my last teardrop, I ended up going to get a job that um, really, I really loved the job. I worked at a grocery store um, here in Southern California. And the the nature of that business being a, I need a job and I'll do whatever you want, didn't lend me to a, okay, you can work, you know, eight to five and still come do your show five nights a week. It was like, well, your shift starts at three today, you're off at midnight, you're back at 5 a.m., then you're da, da, da. So my schedule is all over the place. And so all these guests that would have consistency in the booking and arrangements and all of this just didn't have it anymore. So I, I unfortunately had to just kind of, um, you know, put the show on hold and then, you know, one month became two and, and then three and then it was a year and so forth. Um, luckily my good friend on Thursday nights, Rob Watson, who is my co-host for rated LGBT radio, which you can still hear here on the rated LGBT radio network on blog talk. Um, he took over the Thursday night show and has been doing a spectacular job, um, you know, doing, um, you know, current events, politics, you know, entertainment, all kinds of things. You, I mean, you listen to it all the time and as well as his, award-winning show on Out in Santa Cruz, which is live every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 
on kfco.com. Um, I'm giving Rob a shameless plug right now, just simply because he just had me on a show to plug this show. So here we go, Rob, we're plugging each other and not in the way that you would think. So, um, you know, big, I, I just have so much gratitude and love for Rob for doing a phenomenal job um, carrying on the brand and allowing me the freedom to return um, kind of on my own terms here on Saturday nights. So the plan will be as um, in t- I, I'm, I'm telling everybody tonight's going to be the self-indulgent episode, meaning it's just really me blabbing for as long as I want to blab and then I'm going to hang up the phone. But um, I'm doing this because, you know, if you were a listener in the past and so many of you that you've written this week and sent me messages this week have said, um, you know, is the Friday night dance party coming back? Are we going to have author night? Are we going to have psychic night? Are we going to have, you know, and all the things that we used to do and have so much fun all the time. Uh, Right now, all I can promise you is that I'm going to have a fantastic hour every week with somebody fun and exciting And we're going to just sit here and chew the fat. And, you know, maybe if we're, you know, nice and skinny, like, um, you know, we'd like to be for summer, maybe we'll just be chewing, you know, some lettuce leaves or kale. I don't know. But um, the fact is that I'm I'm excited to be back Saturday nights, you know, and if you have ideas for segments that you would like to hear or participate in or just even be a distant third party, I want to hear from you especially if it's things like secrets on Saturday night or, you know, something fun. Um, We are going to do a segment tonight called MAGA, and it's not Make America Great Again. This is maybe I'll ask Garrett anything. And so I've got a bunch of people who have asked questions. I've actually got a bunch of callers on the line right now. So if you want to if you want to ask a question or speak to me, say anything, you just got to press one on your keypad and that will let you, um, you know, kind of like raise your arm electronically. So I know you want to speak because a lot of times when people call into the show, they just want to sit and listen on their phone or their iPad, which is totally cool, but they don't want to actually be part of the Rated G Radio experience. I get it. I listen to podcasts all the time. My favorite podcast of all time right now continues to be Derek and Romaine 2.0, bitches. Um, and as much as I love Rob and everything he's done with Rated LGBT, I'm going to tell you, it was really at the beginning of this year. I finally had a little bit of discretionary income in my uh, checking account. And I said, I'm going to do a splurge and I'm going to spend some money. Well, the, the nice thing is it's $20 a quarter. That's every three months, 20 bucks every three months. For a long time, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have 20 bucks every three months to spend on a, you know, and for me, that would be a luxury. So I got the 20 bucks, um, you know, downloaded the Derek and Romaine app and had it, you know, start downloading to my iPad. And my life has changed a lot. It's like going back to old home week with all your favorite friends and, um, you know, just getting to hear what's going on. Now, the timing of it was kind of funny because I've been going to singing lessons every Tuesday with my singing coach up in Long Beach, Karen McLean. She's awesome. And I'd recorded a a single in um, December called uh, Pucker Up, Buttercup, It's New Year's Eve. You know, I might play it. Um, The, you know, my um, singing lessons kind of came to a a screech when all of the, this, you know, COVID quarantining thing came in. And so the timing for the Derek and Romaine podcast was just really kind of perfectly timed. You know, things happen for a reason. We might not like the reason or understand the reason, but things happen for a reason. So to and from work, I'm listening to two hours of Derek and Romaine talk every day. 
And um, I was like, oh, man, I miss doing this after hearing, um, you know, all the, uh, you know, their daily show, just really getting excited about it. And at the same time, something happened. And I'm not sure if it's because of the COVID quarantine or whatever, but I started getting um, all kinds of likes, comments, um, emails from people from around the world going, when are you starting the show again? When are you starting the show? I've got a guest um, that would be perfect for your show, where I want to listen, or I miss your show. I miss blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of doing my thing. And But I sat down uh, you know, two or three weeks ago, and I said, I really need a new outlet for me for creative projects. And I, you know, cause I'm always trying to do something creative. And I think one of the things that I, I have gained respect for in my uh, jobs that, you know, allow me to, you know, pay my rent and eat food is that while I love doing what I'm doing right now, working for what I'll just simply call the institution, um, it, it is not creatively, you know, it's, 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 it's not like a marketing job where I'm going to go and I'm, you know, spilling all my ideas and I'm coming home and having, you know, my head just be like, okay, it's completely drained. It is, you know, going and doing my job, loving, helping people. I make a little money along the way, which is great. And then I come home and it's like, okay, I want to write new chapters for my new book, or I want to write a song, or I want to blah, 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 just like we all do, you know, we got to have an outlet. And since, um, you know, right now everything is kind of on this quarantine thing, everybody has to stay home. And I've been doing a lot of staying home. Shockingly, even though I am deemed essential in what I do on a daily basis, God bless America. I have not had my hours cut, my pay cut, anything like that. I'm so grateful for that. But, um, you know, I really need, you know, things to do at the house. And, um, you know, so the emails were coming in, the notes were coming in. And I thought, you know, this might be a good time to get the show going. And so, um, you know, through careful consultation with my, um, you know, my extreme media team. Um, tonight's the night, folks. So welcome back to Rated G Radio. Um, I do have a caller that has called in, and, and this caller has raised their hand. So I'm going to unmute the line and welcome Rebecca, my BFF from all time. Um, how are you, Rebecca? I'm doing great, and I'm, I'm gr- just grinning from ear to ear that you are back on the air because it's it's just so good to hear your voice. <laughs> oh my gosh! Awesome. Well, you know we had so much fun doing the Garrett and Rebecca show, um, and you know, and, and you know, as the years have gone by, I think our friendship has just gotten better and better and better and stronger. And there's just really nobody I think of first when it's like I need to you know have some really good advice or I just need a shoulder to cry on. You're you know arguably one of the first people that I'll you know ping. You know, will we ever talk on the phone? Probably not. Will we text? miles and miles and miles of text. Oh yeah. All the time. So, uh, yeah. So what's been going on in your world, Rebecca? Well, I know this is really surprising, but I've been staying home a lot. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, I have. I've been staying home too. Um, yeah. and, uh, I have a 14 year old, so I'm a single mom. And, uh, mm. so my 14 year old is is with his dad tonight, but is usually with me. And uh, so, you know, kind of um, trying to manage having the kiddo home all the time and work, because I'm doing a lot of work on the phone now, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm a lucky mom because he loves the computer. He loves work, doing online, um, is actually doing his own computer stuff these days. So I'm lucky as far as all that goes. Um, I'm working out a lot. 
because I can, I have the time. Um, started writing again. Uh, started singing again, which I haven't done in a long time. So I am kind of finding myself, and I'm, I have time now um, because I'm not out sitting in traffic. I have time right. to actually do things for myself. So I've actually been spending a lot of this time on self-care and going deeper into um, self-love, uh, which has been really good, challenging, and uncomfortable. But I feel like everybody's being pushed out of their comfort zone. So I figure, well, I'm being pushed out of my comfort zone anyway. I might as well do the very best I can with it. And so that means let's get to work on myself. And so, that's always so much fun, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's so it's really rewarding. It's very rewarding, but the work itself is can be difficult. It can be hard, and it, and and really looking at yourself, and you know, always asking the questions. Well, what's the lesson here, and why am I reacting this way, and what where does that come from, and how do I release that now? And and you know, a lot of it is about going into forgiveness. And mm-hmm. um, so I've been doing a lot of forgiveness work, a lot of self love work, and and mostly forgiving myself um, for making choices in my life that. I didn't know better at the time, but now that I know better, you know, there's a feeling of, why did I do that? But I don't have to beat myself up. I can go back and go, you know what? You did the best you could. And that's all you're doing right now. And that's all we can ever do. And uh, so I'm doing that. I'm doing a lot of praying. I'm doing a lot of meditation. Um, and I'm, I am feeling a lot of calls. A lot of people in fear right now. God bless everyone. A lot of people feeling a lot of fear um, and a lot of people feeling sadness. So, I love that I get to keep working. I love the work that I do. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful every day, every single day. I'm grateful for my health and the health of my loved ones. And So, so for those of you who are hearing Rebecca's uh, voice for the first time tonight, uh, if you don't know who Rebecca is, you are going to soon. Um, I'm not sure what date we can get Rebecca back for. It'd be great if she can fit us in maybe even next week, but you know, just, I'm just throwing it out there, Rebecca, but Rebecca (laughs) is one of America's top 50 psychics. You can believe or not believe, but all I can tell you is that I have personally experienced um, readings with Rebecca. And when I first met her, so Rebecca, I'm just going to tell a couple of stories here. So when I met Rebecca, I met her in a different career and she, I was told to go out and meet Rebecca um, at her home and um, help her with a service that I was offering, at the, I was selling at the time. Went out and, you know, did the usual song and dance. And at the end of the, of the appointment, you know, Rebecca, as my client, walks me out to the car. We're chit-chatting, you know, back and forth. And then she looks at me and she goes, and you know, because, you know, this would be something you just like tell somebody. She goes, and, you know, I am a little bit psychic. And I'm looking at her going like, and you're a little bit kooky. And um, I just kind of like <laughs> left it at that. And, um, but I said, you know, you know, here you go. Um, it's nice knowing you. Have a great life. See you later. Bye. Okay. So fast forward about a year and I get an email from her at work and I'm like, uh, uh, hi, I hope there's nothing wrong because, you know, your <laughs> time to file a claim has long since passed. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to be down in Seal Beach. And I thought I'd say hi. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And so we went and, uh, you know, so Rebecca's doing a reading. And if you've ever seen the show Friends from a million years ago with Courtney Cox and, you know, everybody, 
um, the, the coffee shop that Rebecca was doing readings in looked very similar to that with the big couches and the armchairs. And, you know, you, so Rebecca would, you know, be there and just kind of do readings for folks. And I just thought this is the most in- incredible thing I've ever seen because you'd have people there. And I think one of the things that was interesting to me, and I'll, in, when Rebecca's on a, as a guest again, I'm going to shamelessly plug her and promote her. But one of the things that was interesting is she wants the least amount of information possible to give you a reading. You know, and some, sometimes you'll hear psychics like, tell me their first name. It was a Tom. Ooh, is his name Thomas? You know, just things like that. It's like, okay, you're, they're not doing anything and you're feeding them all the information and then they're just regurgitating it right back to you. You know, and one of the things that I really respect about Rebecca is she'll just say, okay, give me a topic or, you know, give me, you know, uh, like love or work or money or kids or, you know, whatever. And that's it. That's all she needs. And then, you know, she, she gives you the reading and it, 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 unless you experience it firsthand, I really can't tell you how dynamic and um, powerful it is because it's, it's one of these things that, you know, here's this lady, she's never met you before and she'd never met me before. And she's telling me things about my life that there is absolutely zero way that she could have known. Um, you know, and she had, I mean, she even told me, and I don't think you even remember this, Rebecca, so I'm going to just bring it back <laughs> up, but you, okay. um, you gave me a reading when I first met you and I was still living in an apartment in Irvine and you said, Oh yeah. And you're going to either rent or buy this blue house. And it's going to be like long beach off of like a 17th street or there's a seven or there's something like that. And that, 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 and you're, you know, you, you were giving me some details at the time. It made zero sense. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever, crazy lady. And within three months I was living in a blue house in Huntington beach off of eight or off of eighth street and, um, you know, and it was like, oh, because I went back to my notes that I took and I was like, well, that is the craziest thing ever. And then it would be like, you know, other <laughs> things. So, you know, here are things that she's just seeing and, and she has she has no skin in the game. She's just telling you what she sees. And I'm like, OK, this is great. So um, anyway, so Rebecca and I started doing this little show and it was it was super fun. Um, so, Rebecca, if you know, we're going to have you on and we'll, we'll, you know, spend more time and, you know, kumbaya and all that fun stuff. But in the meantime, if people would like to either book a reading or find out more about you or get your book, um, where do people go to find you and start a conversation? Um, and, and thank you, Garrett. <laughs> and you're right. I don't remember the first reading I gave you. <laughs> um, they can find me at IamRebecca.com, and it's I-A-M-R-E-B-E-C-C-A.com. Or they can call my business phone. It's 650, area code 622-2220. Awesome. There we go. So, and thank you. Yeah. So we're going to um, – we've got a bunch of people here. So if you're going to call and ask to speak to Rebecca, she's not going to take listener calls tonight. We're going to have her back on a scheduled night where it's just – it's all about Rebecca um, as a regular guest. So if you are on the hotline right now and want to ask questions, um, you're welcome to call in 323-657-1493. Um, Rebecca, before we go, again, we're going to start that uh, make – um, I, I got to figure out what this is going to be called, but I call it the mega, like maybe ask Garrett anything. Do you have any questions you might want to ask me maybe to kick this off before we go? I would love to ask you something and, and I'll tell you why. If you, especially okay. if you guys are new to Garrett, Garrett is, I'll tell it like it is, but it'll be humorous no matter what. And, but on point. So I want to know, because of course you're just talking about Huntington beach. 
what do you think about the protest with everything going on with COVID-19 and everything? Okay. So now we're opening up the can of worms. I see how this is going to work, Rebecca. Okay. Okay. So the <laughs> protesters, you know, I'm a, I believe in freedom of speech. I believe you should be able to do what you would like as long as it doesn't hurt other people. So, you know, there, that's my official stance. But uh, behind that, you know, we have people down here in Huntington Beach that thought it was going to be really cute a couple of weeks ago to do this public protest because the beaches were closed because, you know, we don't want people to die. Um, I'm not a scientist. I don't claim to be one, but you know what? I really don't want to get COVID and keel over. Um, I will die at some point. That's not how I'm going to go. And I'm certainly not going to encourage the opportunities to come to my front door. So we'd had um, some rumblings. Um, you know, I'm just hearing, hey, there's going to be a protest. There's going to be a protest. And um, luckily, it was on a day that I actually was going to work. So I'm, you know, not near the downtown area. And I guess they had to have the whole thing cordoned off. And they had, I don't know, somewhere around like 50,000 people show up. It's just some ridiculous amount of number of people. Wow. And, you know, the, the overwhelming uh, feedback that I got. Now, again, I was not there. So I'm not claiming this is what I saw. First hand account. I'm Walter Cronkite. That is not it. But the feedback that I was getting from the people who were who were there was that, you know, we want our 49 cent refill of soda and we can't have it and we're being infringed upon. So, you know, we're going to protest, not, you know, Hey, my small business is going under, I have no money to pay my bills because, you know, my business can't open none of that type of stuff, you know, things that you go like, okay, let's use logic. It was all, I need my refill and I need my haircut and I, you know, okay. Great. You guys all go huddle and start coughing in on each other and share a bottle of beer and we will see you in about two weeks or not. Um, you know, so that's you know, kind of what was going on with the protesters. And it was funny because right after that, um, people, you know, at least in, you know, I'm, I'm only outside so many hours of the day, not much. And it's called getting in the car and going to and from work. And then that's it. I'm not going other places. Um, but I was shocked last week. Um, I think it was Friday. Everybody's wearing a face mask on Friday. I get in the car to go to work on Saturday morning and literally out of the hundreds of people that I saw just getting to the 405 freeway, I saw one person out of probably, and I, so I started to count cause that was, that was how weird this whole thing was. I, I saw one person out of probably a hundred, 150 people wearing a face mask. Everybody else had taken their face mask off. Uh, no social distancing whatsoever. And they were just, you know, going around like it was business as usual. And I kept thinking, I don't know. I don't think they got the same memo I've been getting because there is no cure. There's nothing saying that this is acceptable. And here you are just like congregating. Even my next door neighbor, who I think is great, has people outside on a regular basis, all like hanging around. And last week he's like, are you going to come over and have some hot dogs? I'm like, no, I'm six feet away. He said, well, you are going to die at some, time, at some point. And I said, it ain't going to be this week. And so, you know, I said, you know, this is why I says, you don't know anybody that has gotten. It. I said, we've had people at work that have, that have been impacted by this, you know, uh, personally and, you know, family members. I said, so that is not a true statement. And even at work in a closed office where people are not coming in and out, we're required to wear face masks at all times. Um, it might seem crazy, but we're taking the precautions necessary. And just, so to see all these people outside just going like, well, you know, it is the beach. You know what the beach wave does? It's just like a giant sneeze. You know, you breathe all the COVID air out, and then the wave comes back in and blows it all around you. Okay, good. Enjoy the COVID 
air. Um, I don't wish death or pain or discomfort on anybody, but boy, there's just a lot of dumb people out there. And I've said it, and there you go. So that's my shot. What do you think, Rebecca? Well, I, I, I like how you put all of that, honestly. And um, I will say that I have relaxed my stance on it in that um, if I had been outside at all, I have worn a mask. Yeah. And in the last three days, I've actually walked down the stairs from my apartment, back behind my apartment to the trash, and thrown the trash out without a mask on. And I have gone for short walks where I know that there's enough room between me and anyone else, like not mm-hmm. on narrow sidewalks or anything. Um, and right. I have stopped wearing the mask when I'm in the car. But that's it. And granted, you know, I've done the Instacart thing where I've got people delivering stuff to me. I'm not going out to the stores all the time. I'm not, I'm not doing all of that. You know, I'm still, I'm, I'm playing it on the conservative end because I'm like you. Um, and, and, and actually, I could, to qualify this, my cousin got it and was on a ventilator in the hospital in Florida. And we did not know if he was going to make it. And how is so, he now? He's doing really well. Thank you for asking. He was on a ventilator and intubated for two, well, 16 days. Oh my gosh. So, so when he came out of it, um, he, you know, he had a hard time remembering stuff and that so, but then finally he, he got better with that. Um, and you know, he is still getting assistance from a physical therapist with walking and now he's getting occupational therapy as well. So you know, when the body wow. is in an coma for that many days, um, you know, your things don't work quite so well when you wake back up again. And so he's going to be fine. But I will tell you as well, he's, you know, this is somebody who he's, he's 71, mm-hmm. but incredibly healthy, you know, like plays tennis all the time. And, you know, the doctors in the induced coma, his lab numbers were perfect. So this is somebody who was as healthy as possible, but just happened to be in that age group, happened to contract it, probably flying from Florida to New York and back to Florida before anybody really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so he is going to be fine. He actually called me about a week and a half ago, and I, you know, I burst into tears because I was so oh, yeah. and happy to hear his voice. So you know, it's out there, <clears throat> excuse me, it's out there and it's somebody else until it's not. And my thought about my, my particular opinion about people who are protesting and doing all of this, I understand that you want to go back to work. I understand you want to haircut. I get all that. But it is the whole world. This isn't not, it's not just our community, not just our state, not just our country. It's the whole world. I have a friend in Kenya. She said, yeah, we're on lockdown here. It's everywhere in the whole world. So we have to be so- careful. So what do you think about the social relaxation that we are starting to see not only locally, but across the country and then around the world? What's your, what's your thought on that? Okay. And I want to qualify this and I say, I'll tell you, this is my thought. It's not intuition. It's just my thoughts about it. My thoughts about it are um, we need to be really careful. So, you know, all of, all of, you know, if you, if you read about the scientific information, you read about viruses and blah, 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 um, the information tells us, and common sense tells us too, this isn't gone. It's not like we're not seeing more cases. We're still seeing more cases. The reason that we have been asked 
to, to shelter at home, to stay isolated, is because they saw, you know, in Italy, certainly, an over, a completely overwhelming situation for the medical system. And what people don't understand is the doctors there, the doctors and nurses, were having to make the decision about who was going to live and who was going to die. And, you know, I happen to have a friend, um, kind of a friend of a, well, he's a friend from Romania. And he has a friend who is a healthcare worker in Italy working the crisis. And he sent me screenshots of text messages. And the guy was saying, you know, if you're 65 and you have it, even if you're healthy, we are leaving you in the hall to die. We are not treating wow. you because we don't have the resources, even though we know if we treat this person, they will recover. But we're using the equipment that we have and the resources we have for somebody who's younger, healthier, more viable than you happen to be 65 years old. Because there just, there wasn't enough, there just, there just wasn't enough. So, yeah. so the reason for isolation is to keep our hospitals and our medical workers able to handle the cases who come in. It's not that it's eradicated. It's that if we have 20 patients who come in and we have enough people here and enough equipment to actually be able to care for them in a responsible way where we don't have to decide, oh, well, that guy, he's not getting anything, so just put him in the hallway. Who wants to be the person who has to make that decision? And that's what they were dealing with in Italy. So, you know, if we can remember that, for everyone. We're doing it because if right. we happen to be the one who goes in and gets sick or one of our loved ones does, that they can actually treat us and, and, and get us back to health. They have so the resources. I know we're neither of us are doctors, but here's some here's no. chatter that I'm also hearing. And I don't know, I mean I I mean it sounds logical enough. It's like, you know, and now a warning. But um, I'm hearing from some folks that they are very concerned about cold and flu season this coming fall and winter because people are now so self-isolated that they are not building up antibodies for anything by just being out and about. And oot and a boot if you're from Canada, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, that by the time fall gets here and we've been social distancing and doing all this stuff that I think the um, the comment that I was hearing a couple of different ways was that cold and flu season is going to be really brutal on us because we don't have antibodies built up to help our body naturally fight that off. What do you think about that? I have also heard that. And, you know, yes, part of me does agree with that. Um, but what I, my response to that and what I am doing is I'm trying to eat well and exercise mm-hmm. every day and I'm taking vitamins and I'm taking you know, um, supplements that I know help boost my immune system. Um, I haven't been doing this as often. I know they're saying go ahead and go out and get your exercise. I am doing more of that, going out and going for walks. Um, another thing that I try to do often is I, I try to go and get my feet barefoot on the grass because even though I'm not, you know, necessarily exposing myself to other people and those kinds of germs, at least I'm getting my feet dirty Yep. Um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but the grounding part of it is really good energetically for our overall health and, you know, get out in nature because nature nurtures. Don't gather. I mean, I'm, I'm going along with all of that. Stay the six feet away. Um, but, you know, we have difficulties with cold and flu season every year anyway, and the very best thing that anyone can do is mm-hmm. to take care of your health day to day. 
because mm-hmm. that's what's going to keep your immune system strong no matter what comes your way. And again, yeah, like you said, we're not medical professionals yeah. at all. Um, this is just common sense. And this is, you know, my doctor, every time I get a physical, okay, eat right, you know, try to keep your weight steady and exercise. And, you know, if, you're, if your supplements or your, or your blood work comes back and you're deficient in anything, the doctor's going to say, hey. So, you know, and, and get your vitamin D. It is part of your immune system. We don't, a lot of us don't have enough vitamin D in our system. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to use some common sense. And, um, and with common, with common sense, Rebecca, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to ask you to come back. We're going to continue the conversation. We're going to talk about your new diet, your amazing results, um, how people can book appointments with you, what your new projects are. We'll talk about your son, uh, life as a single lady, all of the fun stuff. We're going to have you come back um, very, very soon on an upcoming, I say issue edition. I didn't even know what to call this anymore. Show, I guess. This is not, that's what this is. And uh, do sure. that. And again, if, um, if again, if anybody wants to book an appointment or just find out more about what you do, where do they find you again, Rebecca? Again, it's IamRebecca.com. And you can call 650-622-2220. Um, the 650 area, because people are going, where is that? It's in Northern California. I also have a location in Northern California. So, uh, which I'm not getting to visit right now. <laughs> but so, uh, thank you, but you've been so you've been much. doing yeah. some zooms and skypes and telephone oh, yeah. consultations. So you know you're 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 one of the cool kids. Well, thank you. Yeah, I have clients all over the world, so I'm very blessed yeah. and very very grateful. And, well, and Jared, t- thank you so much for having me on. So. Oh my gosh, what a treat! I was like, I saw your phone number. I was like, I think that's Rebecca calling. Oh my gosh! So anyway, um, any Rebecca Fisk, um, I am Rebecca dot com. Check her out. She is legit, too legit to quit, um, and she doesn't wear MC Hammer pants either. So we're gonna take a real quick break and come back. I've got another caller here. We're gonna chit chat some more and um, maybe even play a song. So Rebecca, thanks so much for calling in tonight, and we will see you super super soon. And um, where's my commercial on here? Oh, here we go. Here's the dashboard. Thank you, Okay, we'll be right back. Thank you, Hey, everybody, it's Garrett Miller. Check out my brand-new album, Blonde Jesus, voted number one rock electronica, and the hit single, Gay Wedding. It's a nice day for a gay wedding. Your copy today at GarrettMiller.com. I think I'm going to have to get a longer promo now. I did that back when the Blonde Jesus album came out a couple of years ago. And so when I'm logging back into the studio from, um, you know, when Rob does the rated LGBT radio, I was like, I wonder what's going to be in there. And it's like, you know, all the stuff that I left was like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. Again, when I decided to do the show again, it was one of those. Um, it, if it's going to happen, it's going to have to happen easily. And, um, you know, here we are, Saturday night, 8.35. Your Saturday night date is me. Can you believe it? we got another call. We're going to see who this is. Welcome to Rated G Radio Caller. Who is on the air tonight? I wanted to welcome you back to Radio Land, sir. Woo! I hope this is Scott. Is this Scott Fullerton? This would be Scott Fullerton. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so excited Scott, to have you back Voice on of the, the past. How the heck are you? <laughs> I'm doing very good. How are you doing? 
Um, you know, good. I had to take a little bit of a break for, you know, getting a job that pays money and then a regular schedule and some things like that. And so, and then I took a, you know, step back from social media because I was just going like, okay, what am I doing here? You know, this is just kind of silly. So I'm, I'm dipping my toe back in the pond tonight, Scott, and just trying to figure out what's happening. So for everybody, this is my buddy, Scott. Scott hosts a fantastic podcast called Left of Straight. Again, available on all, all your PPE um, uh, podcast places everywhere. Left of Straight is his award-winning podcast. Scott, d- tell us about what's happening. You're, you, what is this? You're, you know, 500th year now or 60th year? What's going on in your world? It seems to be. I started my fifth season in March. I, like you, took a little time off last year. I took a six-month hiatus because life happens, as you know. And mm-hmm. so I came back um, in March for my fifth season. But I've been every year for at least 30 to 100 episodes, but I've been March 6th or March 15th. I started back up again. And with the whole COVID thing and everyone being out of work, I've just been busy, busy, busy. But I want to talk about you. I'm just excited to have you back on the air. I've missed you. And this is going to be a very nice Saturday evening break before I have to go to bed. Nice and calming. I like it. Oh, Scott, you're going to take me to bed with you. Finally. Okay, here we go. Finally. There you go. I don't know how it's going to work from California to Ohio, but, you know, here we go. Well, Scott, I'm going to tell you what, you know, you have always been such a professional and such a caring, um, thoughtful interviewer. You know, if you have a chance, folks, to go and listen to Scott's podcast, he's got episodes out the wazoo that you can download and check him out. I think, do you still have a, a is, and probably to get the name wrong, like a Patreon account, or is there a way for people to help support your cause along I, the way I as well? I stopped the Patreon account. I appreciate that. No, I just do it for, I just do it for the enjoyment of it. It's, uh, it's never been a money-making thing for me, and I just really enjoy uh, talking to people. So it's just been fun for me, but thank you for that. Yeah, sure. Well, so what's coming up in the next week or two for your shows? Do you have a a sneak preview or maybe even a recap of what's happened this last week? Well, I I went to five days a week because everyone was off work. And so there was a lot of people that I could talk to. And I've talked to a bunch of really interesting people. I've talked to James Duke Mason, who is the son of Belinda Carlisle from the Go-Go's and ran for city council of West Hollywood a couple of times. That was very interesting. Also in the political vein, I talked to Fred Carger, who was the very first presidential candidate before Pete Buttigieg. He was a Republican candidate back in uh, 2004 or 2008, I believe. And so that was kind of interesting on the political front. And then I've talked to a lot of fun entertainment people and it's just been a good it's been a good ride it's been a good time well scott i'm telling you you are such a gem um if you want to come back and be a guest or be a co-host or just you know call in and you know chat or something like that the the door is always open for you my friend just ping me and let me know um you know when you know when i can grab you for a little bit of time it'd be just awesome to have you call call in well back at you i'd love to promote the the show being back on my air let me know and I am bringing the show for my third annual Big Gay Road Trip to Palm Springs for a month in July. So if we're allowed to 
actually see people. Maybe I'll come over and we'll do it live some Saturday night or something. Or I can, or I can head out to Palm Springs, you know, cause I have, I was telling somebody today, I don't think I've had a real vacation in probably like, you know, 73,000 years. And that is not that far off of an exaggeration. Okay. So I got to ask you this Scott, before you go, why do you do this in July in Palm Springs when it's the hottest friggin' month of the year <laughs> over there? Because it is the hottest month of the year, I, I found these great, great gentlemen that own a resort in Palm Springs, even though there's 800 of them. But they own the Indulge Resort. I will plug them in Palm Springs. And you're, as you say, every June, July, and August, it's about 3,000 degrees there. And so that's their lowest occupancy. So they are kindly invite me out and give me a month's worth of a stay for free and invite my guests in for free so I can do live shows there. And they're just so generous that I take advantage of it and spend most of the time in the pool. Well, I don't blame you for that. Well, indulge resorts in Palm Springs sounds great. I, okay, so if, I didn't know the whole scope of that. I just like, why in the hell is he doing this in July? Cause that's you like need crazy. to come down. You can be a guest, a free room, and we will have a cocktail or two. It's very nice. Oh, okay, Scott, signed, sealed, and delivered. It's going to happen. Okay, so oh, by the <laughs> hey, by the the last time I was checking, um, your statuses on socials, you were doing some you know some great things, exercise and diet wise. How is that going for you? I just have to ask before I let you go. Well, since the last time you were on the air, I have lost two hundred and forty pounds. What? Um, so that's been good. Okay, is it, uh, is it delicate, too delicate of a question to ask what your number is now? Because I didn't think you had 240 pounds to lose. No, I was a big boy. I was a very big boy. I, when I finally got on the wagon there, I had made it up to 500 plus pounds. And now I'm what? down to high twos. So I'm very happy. I'm back where I want to be. And uh, it's well, been congratulations. a long, thank you very much. It's been a long journey but a needed journey. And it's, it's been, uh, uh, you learn a lot about yourself and learn about a lot about the world while you're doing it. It's been an interesting journey. We'll leave it there. Okay. Well, okay. So now I don't want you to say a word more only because now I want to spend like a half a show just talking about all of that. And then we'll talk about your show, but I want to talk about your life changes in the last couple of years as well. Um, so if you if you do me the honor, I'd love to have you on the show on some Saturday night. We'll, we're just going to gab all about that. Sounds good to me. I appreciate it, my friend. But cool. I'm just excited. I'm waiting to hear all the exciting things you have in store. And I'm glad you're doing this. Your voice has been missed. And I know that life happens and you're busy and we all have to make a living. But I think you, this is something you were born for. And I'm excited to see what comes ahead here. Well, Scott, your check, I'm going to put it in the mail Monday with the first class stamp, not that postcard stamp that got returned to sender last time. Your check will clear, I promise, for that plug. <laughs> My friend, welcome back. I appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Again, Scott Fullerton, Left of Straight uh, is his podcast. You can find it on all the podcast places. Go download it. Uh, he gets all the top names. Let me tell you, if you're ever going, oh, you know, I just would really like to hear something fantastic. Scott show is it. And he's doing it all the time, folks. So Scott, again, thanks for calling in. What a, a complete surprise, honestly. And um, I will talk to you soon. Okay, my friend. You got it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay, there we go. Okay, so we've got about 15 minutes left. And I've got a bunch of letters from folks that have written in, in the last week. Um, some of them have been on Facebook, some of them have been on email. 
Um, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is simply go to my website, GarrettMiller.com, and go to the contact page. You can go and just you know fill out your 411. If you have a question, comment, um, something nice to say, something horrible to say, whatever you want to say, you can say it there, send it to me, and we'll read your comments on the air. If you want to stay anonymous, that's cool. If you have a secret that you want to tell or you know something really fun, um, I can make sure that you're also anonymous as well, but I would love to share some secrets on a Saturday night. I mean, this is date night on Saturday night, and we get to spend the hour together. Oh, my gosh, this is like heaven. Okay, so let's get to some of the, the notes. Okay, so the overwhelming um, note that came through this week, I have the, pretty much the same comment from Jill and Scottsdale, Drew, Scott, Kathy, Kevin, Mark, Barb, and Dean. Um, they said, you know, where did you go and what happened to the show? So. I kind of covered that at the beginning of the show. Where did I go? I didn't really go anywhere. I had to go make a living and make some money because daddy ran out of food and uh, money for rent. And no joke, it was really bad. Um, you know, I had that big fancy corporate career, was making tons of money for a very long time. And through a, um, you know, a set of circumstances with a bunch of evil things that took place that um, came through, um, I, which I didn't see coming because I was apparently I had the biggest blinders on in the history of the, of the world. Um, all of that was abruptly kind of taken away from me and I had, I'd had no money coming in. So I went and got a job at a grocery store, um, which I loved and it had a fantastic team and I could actually either ride my bike to work um, or drive. And it was a, you know, whopping, you know, two mile round trip commute. I love the folks there. They treated me with great respect, um, gave me lots of opportunities, put me on the cover of their employee magazine that go to, goes out to 50,000 people in my first four months with the company. It was fantastic. And they promoted me a bunch of times. Um, I got to work six days a week. My schedule was never the same. So that's what I did. And probably about, oh, it was probably about a year and a half ago. Uh, no, probably about two years ago. I got a, a call from my dear friend, Julie, who's now down in San Diego, and um, she encouraged me to come work for or with her company that she um, works for. And I just called the institution because I'm, you know, I'm not here representing them and they're not sponsoring the show. So the institution um, called and said, we'd like to talk to you. And what they were describing was, you know, basically a job that I was like, this is a job you guys wrote just for me. Are you, are you right? And they're like, no, we have a lot of people to do this job, but it's very specific. So um, they hired me for a sales um, consultant type of a role and I help people. And I um, love, love, love what I do. I have great people that I get to work with every day. It sounds silly and it sounds trite, but it is absolutely a true statement that the people I work with, I value and respect um, the recognition I've received there and opportunities have been just really fantastic. And for the first time in about five years, I am, um, I'm making some nice money. I mean, it's, we're not, we're not talking, you know, insane money like I used to make, but I'm making nice money. So I'm very grateful for that every single day, especially in the environment where so many people are out of work right now. Um, you know, if, if you need somebody to talk to or shoulder to cry on, you know, send me a note, I'll do um, what I can to help you. Or if you need an introduction somewhere, I can, I'll do my best to try to connect you. But anyhow, so the the um, you know the whole uh, show was put on hold while I was you know trying to just get life back in order. Um, 
So that's what's happened. That's that's where I went. Um, Larry here in Huntington Beach wants to know what the new show is going to be about. Um, it's going to be current events or, you know, and of course, he's, um, you know, he's he, he's heavily involved in writer communities like uh, Southern California Writers Association, a wonderful group of folks. And um, I know he's looking for opportunities to showcase authors, especially here in Orange County. Um, Larry, I will probably have some authors on the show. Since we're doing this just as a once a week show for one hour, My, um, I, I don't know the dynamic of how far in the future I'm booking folks for the show or um, show if there's going to be, you know, week one, it's this week two, it's that Uh, I'm still just trying to figure that out. But the response that I'm getting from everybody, you know, saying, Hey, the show's coming back. We're bringing the old team back has been really positive. So, you know, we, you know, we will likely have authors on at some point. I just don't know when, who, and, and what, but the door is absolutely open. Um, Dave in Portland says, why now? Well, it's the same, you know, same, same things I just told you. Cam in Phoenix says, we want the Friday night dance party back. We love the music. Let me tell you, Friday night dance party is super, super fun. We showcased bands and did world premieres for indie artists from around the world on a regular basis. I think there was one week. Oh, my gosh. I think we did like nine weeks in a row of world premieres for different artists from around the world. We had people from um, South Africa, England. Um, we did, there was a band uh, French on Friday. They did a remake of George Michael's careless whisper. We had them on. Um, of course, all the, you know, we had bands from every corner of the United States um, just so we get a chance to chit chat with the artists, kind of like, you know, back in the old VH1 days and not VHS tapes, but VH1, you know, like MTV where they do behind the music. So it'd be kind of like behind the music, you know, interview. And then we just play the album. It was like super fun. So I'd love to do another Friday night dance party. I don't know if we're going to do it on a Friday night. Might be the Saturday night dance party. Maybe we'll figure out a new dance. Um, you know, and does anybody know what this TikTok thing is? I have just now told you I'm 300 years old by saying, does anybody know what this TikTok thing is? I don't know, but I also haven't checked it out. I just figured this is, you know, this is just weird. So anyway, that's the Friday night dance party. Um, music will be part of the show in some form and format. And I can't wait to do that. Um, Lance in Austin says, why did you delete me on Facebook? Do you hate me? Okay. So everybody back in January, I was looking at just the amount of stuff, a volume of content that I had on social media from Instagram to Twitter, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, to, I mean, you name it. And the fact was that I had so much that I just wasn't connecting with. And the people that I was regularly connecting to, um, I was already texting or emailing. Um, Everybody who really truly knows me knows that I absolutely hate to talk on the phone, but if you know, you're bleeding out the eyeballs, I'll talk to you on the phone. Uh, but I really hate talking on the phone more than anything else in the world, which is funny because here I am doing the show and I'm talking nonstop for an hour with you, but I really hate the phone. Um, anyhow, so I was looking at all of that and I started going, okay, I, I've got this person and I have three friends, you know, like you would have like three profiles or two profiles. And it's like, I don't know which one is the real you and which one is the bot. So one of you is Russian and well, you could be Russian. I, I, mean, I love Russians. Um, but, you know, like Russian spy bots. So one of you is the Russian spy bot or two of you are the Russian spy bot. And then I got the one real one. I can't figure out all, you know, which out of the three is the real one. So I went ding, ding, ding. I deleted them. And then it was like, you know, and I and I, had, I was at, 
you know, the 5,000 friends max or, you know, 4,998, 99, 97, 96, something like that. And so I just started going, okay, um, I don't know how this person and I are connected and I don't see posts or contents or we're not liking each other. You know, you like my stuff. I like your stuff. Um, all the things that you would just normally do with somebody that you know. So I just said, well, I, that doesn't, name doesn't ring a bell. And I started deleting and deleting and deleting. The next thing I know, I deleted um, what, it was probably like 4,500 people, okay? Now, I, some of them I'm new, but it's like, well, I don't really have any connection with you. We don't hang out. You know, you might have been a guest on the show 20 years ago. Um, but, you know, given today, I, you know, okay, I don't know you anymore. So I went, okay, delete, delete, delete. And so then it got down to the point of um, I started getting comments from people who um, I know professionally saying, you know, your profile is, you know, on Facebook is Garrett Miller is controversial, controversial, controversial. And I'm like, you've got to be friggin' kidding me. I'm the least controversial person ever. You had that shirtless picture of you. Yeah. You know why? I just lost 35 friggin' pounds shredded to the nth degree that my fat body would let me get to. And I was down to 178 pounds. First time I'd looked that good as an adult in over 20 years. And you know what? If I want a shirtless selfie on my Facebook profile, I'm going to friggin' have it. And if you don't like it, F you. Okay. So that, um, that also impacted, you know, my state of mind at the time, maybe. And I was like, you know, and so it's like, I don't, because I was hearing this from several people. I was like, well, I don't know who to trust. I don't know who is, you know, stalking me. So I just started going delete, 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 delete. So the next thing I know, I'm down to like, you know, 30 people. Well, at this point, this is just silly. So I deleted everybody. I deleted my parents. I deleted my sister. I deleted Rebecca, who I love. I deleted out and deleted them all without regard for who they are, but it had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with me being, you know, weird. And it's like, I just need to be back down to basics. So um, for all the people that are listening that I deleted you from my personal Facebook page, which no longer exists, um, I apologize to you because my intent is never to offend you, but you know, this was not about you. Social media is great if it works for you, but when it doesn't work for you, do something else. And that is what I chose to do in February. So in making that decision, I deleted face, um, in my personal page. I deleted Twitter, Instagram, just all that stuff that I already told you. So if you want to stay in touch and hear about all the cool stuff, it's going to be the Rated G Radio Facebook page and then the uh, Garrett Miller Public Figure page. You're welcome to go take a look at that. That's where I'll post my videos for the music um, if I've got shows coming up or if you want to, you know, even, you know, it's going to be shameless plugs. That's what that those sites are going to be um, in the shameless plug of today. If you would like a free copy of my book called The Blonde Jesusisms, 10 Inspired Stories of Miracles and Strength in Kindle. If you have Kindle Unlimited, it is free to you tonight. I'm giving you something for free on our first date on a Saturday night, May 9th, 2020. The Blonde Jesusisms, 10 Inspired Stories of Miracles and Strength, Kindle Edition, Kindle Unlimited, zero cost to you. So go and enjoy that. Download the book. You know, you'll laugh, you'll cry. The stories, there's 10 chapters. So the, the basic premise of the book is that I tell two stories. One is the everyman story that um, I wrote just as um, – that's why I wrote the chapter. And then part two of that is the actual story that inspired the everyman story. 
So I talk about being gay. I talk about being an alcoholic in the past. I talk about failed relationships. Um, I talk about, you know, barfing in front of my director at President's Club. Um, you know, I, barfing is the last chapter. So I've just ruined the book for you because I talk about barfing in public. It's great. It's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. And something I haven't done in 25 years. But, um, yeah, so that's where you can stay in contact with me. I want to hear from you. I want to be connected with you, but I want it to be meaningful. I want it to be fun. I want it to be something that you get value in as well, not just me um, trying to be a, a friend collector so I can have 5,000 people because I'm a social media influencer. No, okay? Do you have to tell somebody you're a social media influencer? You're not. Um, that is, uh, you know, here I am rambling and rambling. So one more shameless plug of the day. I'm going to play my, um, hit song called at our core, and it's going to kind of go towards the end of the show. So I'm going to say thank you so much for tuning in for the re rebirth, rebranding, rejuvenation of rated G radio 2.0. And I'm going to see you next week with a fantastic guest. Any questions, comments, again, just uh, send them over on Facebook. And I will love to hear you next week as well. This is my song called At Our Core, which is still number one on numberonemusic.com for pop music here in California. Our goals unite.